0: As we move farther into our 3D, 5D ascension integration, people are choosing which side of the light they're going to be on, and they can be rather vocal about what they expect from the spiritual people or those who have already made their light choice. This is bringing up a lot of fear, anxiety, and insecurity, which is a normal response to the dissolution of the foundation of our 3D existence in which everything is shifting. It's also bringing up a lot of strange responses from people who want support and guidance from those they think have the answers, and if they don't get it, they're engaging in spiritual shaming, accusing others of not being spiritual or of not being spiritual enough in a way that meets their needs. Have you ever had someone accuse you of not being spiritual because you wouldn't give them advice or support them when they asked for it? Or have they suggested that you were being selfish and out of alignment with your spirituality because you said no to their request for your time, energy, and effort? It's happened to me too, and while it makes me laugh when I hear it, I think it's very inappropriate, especially when it happens in the spiritual community, because it's manipulation and a judgment that no one can make. It's also a negative reflection on the accuser and not on you. Spiritual shaming is a form of manipulation which implies that your talents and abilities are in question if you don't use them in a way that someone thinks you should or expects you to, or that there are expectations of you because you call yourself spiritual. Or we spiritually shame ourselves, holding ourselves to an impossibly high standard of behavior because we think that is what spiritual people do, or that our spirituality comes at a very high cost to our freedom, our self-expression, our self-awareness, and our energetic sovereignty. Whether we are being spiritually shamed by others or we are, sp- or we are spiritually shaming ourselves, it's not helpful. And it's something we need to be aware of and to stop doing because it's interfering in our ascension process and our ability to be energy containers for more high-frequency energy. Sometimes we get spiritually shamed because we don't help people who come to us for support and guidance. But those situations are not always simple or uncomplicated, are they? It's our natural response to look for advice and support from people we think have it all together or who are not struggling like we are, although appearances can be deceiving. We want what they have or what we think they have and for it to feel good and to remove the chaos and anxiety energy that we're in. And we're desperate. If they don't give it to us, we feel betrayed and angry and we lash out. Of course, we'd expect this kind of behavior from a two-year-old. We don't expect it from other adults, and certainly not from those who call themselves spiritual teachers, mentors, and guides. And yet, it's happening very frequently now, even though it's a strong judgment, and it's just plain wrong. First of all, no one can call your level of spiritual connection or spirituality into question, because they have no way of knowing, and there's no spiritual standard. Whatever spiritual connection, ability, or power you have is between you and Source and no one else. Second, how is it possible for someone to accuse you of not being spiritual just because you're not giving them what they want? I'm going to coin a new phrase to explain this behavior, being a spiritual brat. In a recent interaction I had with someone After I declined to give them free business advice and instead told them this would be explained in my upcoming business program, which they were invited to participate in, I was accused of not being spiritual. And here's the manipulation part. They said their higher self guided them to ask me for advice. So I replied that I hoped their higher self guided them to take my business program and pay for it. And as far as I was concerned, the conversation was over. Now, not only was it an imposition on my time, there was no exchange here. Nothing was offered to me in exchange for this information. I do have a very successful business, which I run very well because I have 25 years of corporate experience, multiple business degrees, and 15 years of experience running my own business. I spent time and effort learning how to do this And I'm committed to helping others, but not when it's expected of me and demanded from me through spiritual manipulation, and then when I say no, through spiritual shaming. A curious aspect of our 3D-5D integration is being self-empowered, and that is an extension of our energy boundaries and our energetic sovereignty if we have been leaking energy giving our energy away or allowing our value to be determined by others then we are an open target for blame shame guilt and manipulation and you got it spiritual shaming the 5d energy will uncover those areas of our life and give us the tools to make some changes that may not make us very popular with some people but it will bring more balance and integrity within our own energy into our lives. What do you do when someone shames you and accuses you of not being spiritual because you're not doing what they want? Do you feel bad and give them what they want? Or do you realize what's happening and acknowledge your value and that you are under no obligation to give away your advice, talents, and abilities and experience to anyone who asks you for it? if you do it once you'll do it for everyone and that can soon eat away at your time and productivity not to mention your self-esteem and your confidence how many times have you been asked to say do a reading for someone and when you tell them i'd be happy to you can make an appointment and here's the price and they tell you that this is a god-given talent so it should be free i've heard that many times too and it's all part of the spiritual shaming process It's the same kind of gift that a musician has or a great artist or a singer or someone who is a brilliant mathematician or is really good at business. It's a talent. It belongs to you. And it is part of the way that you are going to get through your life. And yes, you definitely have every right to charge for access to it and to use it in your career. You will resent the people who impose on your time and energy in this way, and you'll resent yourself for not having clear energy boundaries. And that's what this is, an energy boundary issue. You're probably intuitive enough, as I am, to recognize the difference between the people who have a genuine need in that moment and those who are simply trying to get free information from you. I do share a lot, but I get to determine what I share and do not share, and I don't respond well to intimidation, manipulation, or spiritual shaming, and neither should you. How do you manage your energy boundaries and avoid being manipulated by spiritual shaming? Here are some guidelines that I've created based on my experience and what I've heard from my clients over the years. Number one, recognize your energy boundaries and don't let yourself fall into the trap of manipulation or shaming. You are a wonderful, talented, fabulous person who deserves to be respected and valued for who you are and what you do. Number two, be clear about what you will share with others and what falls outside of that boundary. That way, when you do say no, you can steer people towards an option that will respond to their question without you oversharing, overgiving, or not being compensated for your time, energy, and efforts. Number three, don't let others dictate your self-worth or self-confidence. Someone's judgment of you is no more than their opinion. And when it is stated in anger or fear, it probably won't be very good, but that's their issue, not yours. Have your energy boundaries about who you are and what you deserve and make them ironclad and Teflon coated so they don't get blown apart every time someone's angry with you because you're not doing what they want you to do. Number four, make your no firm and not subject to discussion and do it for everyone. If you're afraid that people won't like you if you say no, then you'll say yes to everyone, even when you don't want to. But when you're firm, when you say no, and again, this is about energy boundaries, and you make it stick, you have respect for yourself. You can't say no one day, and yes, the next, then you don't look serious. You know, you must be consistent with everyone, or they won't take you seriously. Number five, and this is where it kind of encapsulates all of it. Respect yourself enough to value your time, energy, talents, and abilities. What did it take for you to get where you are today? Probably quite a lot. Respect yourself by honoring your own path, and if you do not want to do something, don't do it. You don't owe anyone a long explanation. A simple no is sufficient. Or you could say, not right now, and suggest a more convenient date or time. Or, I have a program that provides that solution for you and give them the website URL. Above all, avoid allowing yourself to be spiritually shamed by someone who is annoyed with you for not giving them what they want. Finally, ask yourself this important question. If I say yes, am I going to resent myself or regret my decision? If the answer to that question is yes, then say no. You'll ultimately feel more respected, more appreciated, and more valued when you recognize your own energetic sovereignty and learn how to control your energy flows. It's better to have someone try to spiritually shame you than to feel taken advantage of, disrespected, and angry with yourself at not being able to say no when you want to and need to. It's unfortunate that spiritual shaming is a response from people who should know better by virtue of who they are, but these are challenging times and everybody is feeling a little off. I would never tell someone they weren't spiritual, no matter what they were doing, because that simply is not my call, and I can't possibly know what their level of spirituality is. But I also don't get too distracted by someone who tries to shame me spiritually, because I know that's a mirror of their energy and not a barometer of mine. And those people are quickly reminded of my energy boundaries and shown the door because we all get to control who's part of our energy field. And only those people who can love, honor, and respect us needed to be included in that space. Be aware of your own energy, where you want it to flow, and how you want to interact with others and them with you. Don't be afraid to say no when it's appropriate for you. And if you're spiritually shamed for your response, just smile and know that as long as you love, honor, and respect yourself, that's all that matters. Thanks so much for tuning in to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and that it has inspired, motivated, and energized you to take a few steps towards your rich, happy, and successful life. If you need more inspiration for your life path, check out my eight best selling books on Amazon or look at a transformational intuitive session, coaching, or program on my website, enlighteninglife.com. Be sure to sign up for my newsletter and join my over 5 million weekly blog readers. Please subscribe to the High Vibes Living podcast, give it a like and a review. Your acknowledgement helps others find us and get the information and inspiration they need to turn their pain into joy and their fear into confidence. Your Becoming 360 transformation into congruence and divine harmony is a step away, as is your rich, happy, and successful life. Join us each week for a new episode, and I look forward to our next time together.